If you, um, if you would, turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter number 4. As I mentioned last week, um, we're going to uh, be in Ephesians 4 again this week. And um, I'm really, I don't sound it right now, <laughs> um, but I'm really excited about where we're going. Excuse me. So what, what the plan is today, I'm going I'm to try to give a, a slight, maybe slightly shorter sermon. And then I want to kind of give a little bit of an overview where we're going to be going in the next, um, you know, few months or so. So uh, I don't know exactly what the time frame is going to be. Just kind of leave that a little bit to the Holy Spirit. But um, I do want to kind of show everybody where we are going to be going um, and hopefully in the next, like, the last uh, five to ten minutes of the service. So um, let's pray together. Lord, um, we thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for your, your word. Thank you for, uh, Lord, thank you for your body. That we all, um, we all work together uh, for, for good, Lord, to worship you. Lord, as we open your word this morning, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will speak. I believe that you're speaking all the time, and it's just up to us to listen. So, Lord, I pray that you'll use me, use my, use my voice, use your, um, the, the scripture that you have left for us to speak to us, to speak to our hearts, to speak to our minds to uh, even speak over our bodies, Lord, and, and to get us all, all, every part of us into order. So, Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going to actually invite Mr. MacArthur to come up and, and share a little bit this morning. <laughs> Not so lucky. <laughs> Good morning. Good the other morning. day, the other day, I was chatting with Pastor Ryan, and uh, I don't want to start crying myself either. But uh, um, I was just telling him how, uh, and of all things, I just happened to stumble on YouTube our Randy Clark oh. session that we had gone to, and I found the session where he was praying and imparting gifts. Mm-hmm. spiritual gifts to people and the part where you could see where he came up to Steve, he prayed for Steve, I was right next to him, he prayed for me and uh, I sat there and watched it over and over, I started replaying it I'm like, I want to hear what he's saying better I want what did I miss, what did I miss okay, this is good, I got encouraged I got encouraged because I was thrilled with the fact that we were at a Randy Clark um Seminar. Those of you who don't know Randy Clark, Randy is a very wonderful, loving, very powerful man in the area of healing uh, all over the world, a huge ministry, and uh, many, many times uh, he can give you tons of uh, testimonies of people getting healed. And that was always something that's kind of been secretly in my heart. I just wanted to see people get healed because when people are hurting, it just distracts you from being fully a key, important part of the gospel, of the body of Christ. And uh, I just sat there, and as I watched, I just said, you know, Lord, I, I, I got touched, and I just feel kind of...
kind of empty again, you know? I just, I just felt empty. And I just said, oh, Lord, I could just use a refreshing. And, and that's my desire. And as I watched some of his stuff again, I was excited at the fact that he had gotten to the point where they started out where they'd lay hands on people and pray for people, and maybe one out of 20 once in a while would get healed. And then it, as time progressed, uh, and that was like once every three months. And then it's time progressed, and they got better and better. It's to the point now where he stands at the pulpit, he has to, he tells you, if while I'm preaching, you get healed, stand up. And uh, he said at first, it was like towards the end of his teaching and preaching, a couple of people would stand up. It's to the point now where as he starts to speak, people are popping up everywhere. They're getting healed. It's exciting to me. Yes. And I just said that, I said, Lord, what's different here than what's going on there. And I just got the impression that nothing. There's nothing different. We can see that. So I want to encourage everyone, ex raise your expectations higher. I've been uh, living in a certain world of my own, even in the Lord, of thinking, you know, yeah, I know God can do this, I know that can do but, you know, but, but, no, no more buts. I just want to start walking in faith laying hands on people, seeing them get healed, and expecting them to get healed fully, partially, today, three days from after we pray, mm -hmm. a year after we pray. And uh, I, I just got excited again. And I just said, Lord, I know that pastor's going to start to be teaching this stuff soon and talking about the giftings of the Holy Spirit. And I just wanted to say, let's just go for it. Just step out in faith. And just go for it and not be discouraged when we pray for four, five, six, seven people. Nothing happens. So what? Let's step out anyways. Let's do it. Yep. The neatest right. thing that he said was he felt so strongly in his heart, better to fail at praying and seeing nothing happen than to fail at doing nothing. And I, I, I just wanted to speak that word of encouragement this morning. Thank you, thank you. I am. We were out here on the other a uh, few days ago. David and I were um, uh, doing the lawn, which thank you very much for your help. And uh, he started just talking to me about what he was just saying, and and I said, "That's where we're going. That is where we're going." And the Lord worked on you know the next couple of days, and you got to let it. You got to have him share that. You got to have him share that because that's that is the introduction of where. We're going both in this, this sermon series and where I really want the church to go. Um, I, I believe so much that um, uh, where God wants us to be, and we're, we're not just us, but the church as a whole, but we're part of that, of course, is um, that the gifts are vital for the church to be who they're supposed to be. So uh, if, we, if we're not operating in the gifts and, and everybody everybody has your own gifts that God's given to you and um, then if we're not if we're tossed those to the side if we're not using them if we're not stepping out as as David said then we're really just a part of the body that is is not being that part of the body and you might be a really really vital part that if you're not using your gift then that part of the body is just not there and it's not being used to be to be a blessing to everyone. Can I say something? Please? Yeah, please, Rachel. Um, 
the first time. I this is so weird because I was gonna ask David after to pray lay hands on me. The first time I ever came here, he came up behind me. I didn't you know, and put a hand on me. And like I told Carolyn, anytime he ever has, he has this power. Like and I have a lot of body pain that I suffer from, but he has seriously some healing powers because I feel the pain like light and as soon as he puts his hands on my back amen. it's amazing amen. praise God amen. He, he does he, I was just I, I, that's a confirmation isn't it I know because I'm I, I, to ask him to pray over me I told him the other day I said you've got a gift of healing and yes, yes you can start walking in it and um, that's just a confirmation. So, um, and that's that's what that's what we're going to be talking about. So let me let me read this passage again, and um, we're going to uh, dive in and see how far we can get. <laughs> so uh, Ephesians four, um, Rachel, thank you for sharing that. Yes, you're welcome. Um, let's start in verse. Um, we'll start in eleven. It says, and he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we're no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. By the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming, but speaking in the truth and love, we're to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, that's you guys, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So what we're going to talk, um, get, delve into a little bit more today is the, uh, the first four gifts. Now let me, I'm going, to, I'm going to use the chalkboard. By the way, thank you to everyone who has redone this. Isn't it beautiful? Can everybody see this? All right, Karis, would you throw that up on the, the screen? So hopefully you can see that. Flip the lights. These next um, number of weeks, I'm probably going to end up doing more teaching uh, a lot than, than preaching. There might be some preaching thrown in there too, but uh, I tend to. I, what I want to do is is teach through some of these gifts, and then I'd like as much as possible to put them into practice. And um, so I'm going to start working. Or today it's more of a, a sermon, but we're going to. Look at, um, start looking at the Ephesians 4.11 gifts. Uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, and pastor, teacher. Okay? Um, now, I'm going to, can, can, can I make a little caveat here? All right, a little. Uh, so, I grew up um, with some, the, the five-fold ministry. Okay, that's, that's what I grew up. And um, in doing some of my research, I have, uh, um, really come to see the last two as, as the same. So if somebody says fivefold ministry, I'm cool with I'm I'm fine with it. Don't you don't have to this is not a point of contention, okay, at all. Um I believe uh John Alley who I recognize as one of my pastors, I believe he he does five 
and I'm not going to go to him and say, no, you So, but, all right, but as far as we're going to go, um, I'm gonna, I believe that uh, the, the last two uh, are one. And let me show you just kind of how it looks uh, in the Greek. In Greek, it, um, English has lots and lots and lots of words. Vocabulary-wise, English is probably one of the greatest languages ever to have vocabulary. And it's growing. Um, 30 years ago, would you say, just go Google that, right? You go, what? Right? It, it continues to grow. So we have a huge amount of vocabulary. And so normally you can, you can pinpoint the wording very, very, very well because of the great amount of vocabulary that we have. Um, but one thing we don't have is, um, at least I can't think of, a, 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 another word for and. Okay? I, so you also, in Greek you have two different words for and. Okay? Um, when in the uh, in Ephesians four eleven, if you're looking at it what, it, what it says is, and and he gave some as apostles. I'm going to try to write a little bit bigger here. And yeah, let me do it this way. And prophets. Uh, and. Evangelists and pastors, but then he switches it up. I'm going to do this, okay? You see that? The ampersand. And teachers. And so the syntax of it, it, it shows that they're kind of one group. And, um, it makes sense because this little word right here, one of the meanings of that is um, like we use the word I-E. I-E. Which means what? Yeah, right. It's uh, That is. Okay? So the word actually, so pastors, that is teachers. Which for Paul, what I see is as a, um, as a, uh, raised up in the, the Jewish tradition and as a Pharisee of the Pharisees, um, what they called Jesus was, a lot of times was what? Teacher, rabbi. So I believe that's what he's, he's doing here is pastors, that is teachers. Um, and he, there's several different other passages. Like I said, it's not a, I, I wanted to just kind of give a little brief. If you want to talk more about it sometime, I'll, I, I'll be happy to talk. It's not a point of contention. You say fivefold, go for it. If, but when I'm going to teach through it, I just want to give a little brief. This is where where I'm going. So I've done. You know, I'm going to leave that there for right now. I've done fivefold for years, and fourfold is is where 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 I am right now. So um, maybe it'll be fivefold again sometime. So to to. Um, the, but those gifts are there, and it says in, in verse, um, uh, verse 12, he gave these gifts to equip, the, uh, to equip the saints for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ. Now, the equip there is, is a really, really interesting word. Um, I, I wonder, you know, Luke, what was Luke's profession? Does anybody remember? 
Doctor, he's a physician, exactly. Good job. Um, this is a really interesting word. It's, it's, I believe this is the only place that it's used in the entire New Testament. And what it means is to set a bone. It's, it's, it's a restoration. It's to set a bone, a broken bone. You put it back into place. And so Paul is getting this, um, this picture of the body of Christ. And um, he's, he uses this word to, to set a bone. Like I said, I wonder if he got it from Luke. You know, say, hey, I'm, I, I totally just, who knows? But, um, you know, of course, we know that Luke was with him while he was in prison. It's one of the prison epistles. Yeah, I'm, I'm just had the idea. I wonder if, he, if he's going, hey, Luke, you know, I'm talking about the body, but I, it's, it's disjointed. What do you say to put it together? Oh, that, that, we're, we're going to use this word here, which we, we translate as equip. Karis, could you flip on? Um, so how I see this, you know, can you see what that is? That's a, that's a big mound of, of, of bricks, so how I see it, you know, the, the, the job of the, the Ephesians 4.11 gifts is to put together, right? To take this whole bunch of different things that are all valuable, all have um, usefulness, all have, you know, a place and a part in cares, and to put those into that. All right? You you want to you want to take all of these individual parts because that's what this is, right? There, if if you were to go up and and see, you know, it's a it's a sum of a bunch of very small individual parts, whether those are rocks or bricks or um, little pieces of stained glass or you know, it's a lot of little bitty parts that people have put together into a beautiful architecture, cathedral. And that's the goal of the, the um, Ephesians 4.11 gifts is to take those um, little parts and to put them into something really, really special. Now, if you leave that there for just a second, Karis. Um, for the equipping of the saints, this is verse 12, for the work of service to the building of the body of Christ. And then there's a great little word here. What does is, what is verse 13 start out with, somebody who has their, their Bible? Until. Isn't that a great word? Until. What, what, what does until mean? Until means until, right? And until, that it's going to stay this way in, until something else happens. So these four gifts um, are supposed to be around until we all attain to the unity of the faith, of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. So, Karis, Karis what, uh, what do you think happens if, if you've got the four gifts, right, that are supposed to put this into effect? What happens if you take them out of the picture? Well, you got back to this, right? And unfortunately, I think what we've had a lot of um, is that um, the gifts aren't working together, at least. 
you know, there are some, there are some apostles out there, and there are some prophets out there, and there are evangelists, and there are pastor teachers, and, and, but, the, but the, sometimes they're few and far between, and some of the gifts, some of the, you know, some of the church, I, I know it's not you, by the way, it's, it's, it's such a blessing to be able to um, talk to people who, who you don't have to say, yes, these things are real, all of you are going, yeah, I, I know they're real, that's a huge blessing. But there are parts of the church that go, oh, no there's, no, there's no more apostles. And there are parts of the church that go, no, there's no more prophets. And all you have is, is the evangelists and the pastor teachers, right? And what happens is, is you, have, you, you cannot put together the entire picture that I put up there, the, the cathedral, the, the church that God wants at, to, to be on the earth right now if you don't have all four of those gifts, That's what it says. Until we all attain. Is, is the church completely unified? This is not a trick question. <laughs> all right? Are, are we, um, are, do we have the full knowledge of the Son of God? Are we completely mature? Are we the, are we the perfect man? Then we still need all these gifts. Right? So that's... Um, we're going, to, we're going to talk about those gifts a little bit more individually. Pray for me because um, I, my tendency will be to not, I, I need to know from the Lord how much to dive into each one, um, especially with, with the starting out because um, I want to show everyone how it works. But um, there are books written on these things and I can't teach a whole book on each one of them. So I need to know exactly how much the Lord wants to, to dive into that. But um, the first thing, the gifts are given to equip the saints, to put us together, all right? Um, now, would everybody do something for me? Even those folks at home, don't be embarrassed to be speaking to your computer, okay? Um, would you say, we will be equipped? That's good. Let's try it one more time. We will be equipped. One more time. We will be equipped. Okay? So as we're going to go through these gifts, my hope and prayer is that, that all of us, corporately and individually, we're going to be equipped. We're going to be put together into something. So that the, the, what happens is, is the greater thing is, is, is more spectacular even than the individual parts. Okay, each individual part is beautiful and wonderful and is gifted, but we're going to put, well, my hope and prayer is that we put something together that looks like a, a wonderful, glorious thing that God has for us so that we're all working and we're put together into that beautiful, um, glorious picture of a church. All right? So number two um, is that uh, the ministry gifts are given to equip or to put together, mend the bones. Uh, we're also there to to become mature. And um, in 13, uh, we, we read it already, but it says, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a, the, it says mature. What, does anybody else have a different translation that says other than mature? Perfect man. That's what the, that's what the, um, the word is in the Greek, is a perfect man. So, I know all you ladies are going, I'm looking for the perfect man, okay? The, the perfect man is Jesus. 
okay? I'm sorry, there's, there, there are no perfect men out there. Um, as, as much as we like to think of ourselves as perfect, sometimes we're not. Um, and if you look for a perfect man, you're not ever going to find him. Um, so the perfect man is Christ, and that's it. But his plan is for us to all be together in such a way that we look just like him. That we look like him. Think, think about it this way. Um, Jesus embodied all of the gifts. Now, these, these particular ones, if you think about it, um, it says that he is the apostle and high priest of our confession, right? We'll, we'll talk about what apostle means, but uh, Hebrews says he is the apostle from the Father. He's the, the, the original apostle. Apostle means the sent one. He is the one sent with the authority of the sender. He is the one from God. He is the prophet. Remember um, when, he, when he fed the, uh, the multitudes and they went, Oh, it, this is the prophet. This is the prophet. Well, what, what prophet were they talking about? It's the prophet like Moses uh, out of Deuteronomy 18. But this, he is the prophet. Evangelist. Evangelist, that's, um, the, the word there is gospel or gospel giver, basically. It's, it's the same um, good news. And Jesus embodies the good news, right? He both preached the gospel, you know, the, the gospel, you know, it opens up the gospel of Jesus Christ. But it's, it's, he, is in, he himself embodies the gospel, the good news that there is a king, and that king came, and that king bled and died a death that, that he didn't need to, to bleed and die because he loved us, because he wanted that relationship. He is, he embodies the gospel. He is the great shepherd. Pastor means shepherd, right? He is the great shepherd. The great shepherd of the sheep. He is the, the greatest teacher. He is that rabbi. He, he is, he is the, the shepherd for us and our pastor. So all of these he embodies and it encompasses um, all of the other gifts that we're going to look at in Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians 12, all of those are in Jesus. He embodies all of them. And I'll, I'll have news for you. None of you have all the gifts. None of you do. And I think he means it that way. Because he wants us to be put together in such a way that... None of us have everything, but when we put us all together, we do. None of, it, none of us each individually have everything, or else you'd be Jesus, right? But when you put us all together and we're all connected, remember the, um, uh, remember the picture I showed last week of the bricks and the mortar in between all the bricks? And I said that that mortar is what? Grace. Thank you. The mortar is the grace. Part of that grace are the gifts. If you look up in uh, verse uh, 7, each one was given, was given according to the measure of Christ. I'm sorry, grace was given in, according to the measure of Christ's gift. When he ascended on high, he led captive, a host of captives and gave gifts to men. A portion of that grace that he's given is 
the gifts so that when we are all together, when we're all together, all the gifts operate. And when somebody looks from the outside, what they see is a fully functioning Jesus. If you're, if you're taking notes, put this down. A fully functioning church equals Christ Jesus in the world. A fully functioning church equals Christ Jesus in the world. What, what, what happened when Jesus was on the earth? That's what should be happening right now. Not because any one of us, right? But when we're all together, we should look just like him and have the same results. Unfortunately, I think right now a lot of the church is that big old mound of bricks. And what Paul wants to do is for us to put the body together and mend those things that are broken. Mend those and, and put it together so that it looks just like Jesus. So the, the second thing is we're going, we will mature. So everybody, everybody you, you got the drill on the first one. The first one was what? We will be we will be equipped. The second one is we will mature. Come on. We will mature. Let's try it one more time. We will mature. And mature there is become the perfect man. Not that we'll be perfect. But what it's saying is we're going to begin to act together corporately like Jesus. We'll grow into our gifts. Something that, um, that David said is that uh, we, we, we have to step out and, and step out in faith. I, um, I was thinking about this um, actually yesterday. I, I took the girls. I've, I've taken Karis and Kalen before um, years past on a little backpacking trip up to um, Bear Mountain. And uh, we've gone on Columbus, you know, Columbus Day weekend before, and so I told the girls, okay, all, all, all four of us will go. And so I took all four of the girls, left Ruth at home, have some uh, quiet time without anybody else um, making noise. And uh, we went, and what, we, what was kind of funny is where before I've taken the girls, and in fact, Kyla, I've carried a lot on this trail on my shoulders. And now they're saying, hey, Dad, here, let me help you with this. And um, there was a, a bridge out, and we, um, we had to kind of hop from rock to rock, and I ended up falling in, and not bad, but, but on, on the way back, um, they found a log to go over, over, um, over this water. And, um, and I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there on this log, and um, they're going, okay, Dad, step here. But I can't. <laughs> My legs aren't going to move. Um, of course, when you're carrying 30 pounds on your back, you know, it, it makes a big difference. And, and you know, they, they come out to me and, and take my hand and help me along. And, I, you know, I realized as I was going that um, when you're timid, um, you're, you can't step very well. When you're, when you're wondering if that rock or that piece of wood or something is going to hold you, it keeps you from stepping out. But when you actually say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and step, um, your feet will hold you. And that thing that you're stepping on, more than likely, you're, you're going to get into the right place. And even if it uh, wobbles a little bit, 
you can keep on going and take that next step. But when you're timid, um, you're, not good, you're not stable on your feet. And you have to, at what, what I eventually realized is say, just take, just take the steps. Just go. It's, it'll, it, that step will be there. The, your, the foundation, that firm footing will be there when you, when you believe it's going to be there. And that's a real lesson of faith, too. Oftentimes we're timid when we start to try to step out in our gifts. You think, well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Or, uh, you know, what if I pray and nothing happens? Or what if I, what if I step out and I, I believe I've got a word for somebody and, and uh, they don't receive it? Or um, what if I'm wrong? And you get timid and, and all of a sudden you either don't do it or you, you, you start to try to do it and things get kind of wobbly and shaky. And what, what the lesson is, is, you know, in faith, just step out. And when you step out, like those, those rocks or like the, the, the logs, you step out and you go ahead and say, okay, it's going to be there. Oftentimes it's taking that step and realizing it's going to be there when you put your foot down. That's when things start to happen and you can keep on going and taking those next steps. Because by faith you'll step out and all of a sudden you'll find your footing. So as we mature into that perfect man, Jesus, take the steps. Take the steps. Go ahead, and by faith, you, 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 might, look at that, you might look at that log, you might look at that rock and say, it might be slick, and that might get you, but if you look at it and you say, I'm going anyway, and you take it, take, go ahead and take that step, it'll be there, and your feet will find a firm footing. So let me encourage you, take the steps so we can, so we can grow to maturity. So was, number one is we will be equipped. Number two is we will, we will what? Mature. And then the third one is um, we'll grow. We'll grow. In, in verse 16, um, yeah, I got to hurry, don't I? That clock gets faster and faster every week. Um, Kevin, did it, did it do that to you? In, in verse 16, from, from the whole body, um, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, again, the joint supplies the need, um, according to the proper working of each individual part, everybody's working together, everybody knows their gifts, everybody's operating their gifts, they're functioning, causes the growth of the body. Now, we've already, it, it already talks about maturity, right? So this, this, this word here isn't really, um, you know, we, we, we can think of growth as, oh, somebody's getting, you know, growing in their faith and growing in, um, in their relationship with the Lord, and, and that's true. Um, but this, I believe, is really talking about the expansion of the body, the growth of the body, taking more bricks and tossing them over at the pastor and saying, okay, what are you going to do with this one, right? And, and finding a place to put that exact brick, saying, you know what, this will fit perfectly right here. So growth. When, when we start to look like Jesus, 
we're going to start to have a following. Not following us, but following him. You know, Jesus, when he was on the earth, had, had no problem gathering a crowd. Now, that doesn't mean that all the crowd followed and became disciples. But he had no problem gathering a crowd. And that's going to be the same for us. When we begin to look like him, and, and there'll be a crowd that comes. Now, again, it, it, they all may not become disciples, that's, that's, that's not our problem, right? As far as, that's between them and the Lord is what I'm saying. You know, they have to make their own choice. We can't make the choice for them. And they have to make their own choice with the Lord what, how much they're gonna, what steps they're going to take. Our, our job is to be like the Lord. Give them the gospel and every step that they're willing to take to take them on. But they have to do it themselves. So there, there'll be a crowd it comes, and our job is to present the gospel to them and to love them and to take care of them and to bring them as far along and to bring them as far as, 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 as they will go to becoming part of that wonderful, beautiful structure that is the church and the body of Jesus. But when that's going to happen, I believe, is as we all get those individual parts and all everyone starts operating in those in those individual pieces so that we look like Christ. Now, I will say this too. Let's be praying for more pieces to the puzzle. You know what I've 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 prayed and, and continue to pray. Lord send send some evangelists. We need some evangelists. They'll just that that's what they do. They go out there and they we'll talk more about uh, you know evangelists later. But they 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 have no problems going out and talking to people and winning people to Christ. That is unfortunately a lot of times they don't know what to do with them and they don't hand them off to a pastor or you know the apostolic to help grow them up. And so a lot of a lot of times it's you know you just end up with a bunch of of um, minnows in a big in a big um, a big ocean. Right? You need somebody to help grow them up, but we need evangelists to bring those fish in. So let's pray for evangelists and then everybody else working in their in their own individual parts. We need people who are are operating in the in the gifts of administration and service and, and healing and the prophetic and in discerning of spirits and tongues and interpretation of tongues, all these different things. We need everyone operating in their parts, and let me tell you. When we, become, when we look, the more we look more like Jesus, the more we're going to grow. So we may not have all of the pieces to the puzzle, but I believe that, I believe that's a word that the Lord's just speaking. The, the Lord will provide all the pieces, even if he has to use one person for more than one gift for right now. He'll provide all the pieces if we will all step out and do the work. So the third thing is we will grow. Now, everybody, everybody with me. We will grow. So the first is what? We will be. Okay, the second is we will mature. The third is we will grow. 
Okay, and I, I specifically said we because this is not, an in, a, yes, individually we all need to do things, but this is a corporate thing. This is a all of us thing. This is not just a, um, you know, Crane is going to, to mature and grow and, and Joe is going to mature and grow and everybody else is just going to let them do their thing, right? No, 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 no. No, this is an all of us thing, right? And when we all work and do every, when we all mature and grow and, and minister together, then let me tell you, the impact is going to be just multiplied. Now, uh, as I promised, let me just give you a real quick um, what the plan is in the next coming few months. Um, uh, number one, we're going, I'm going to talk about the Ephesians 4.11 gifts. We're going to dive into those. Um, you know, like I said, I don't know exactly how deep the Lord wants us to dive into those, so please pray for me as I'm, I'm preparing that. Um, I, I have a, a, a really good friend of mine I've mentioned in here before. Um, his name is Greg Sherrick. He is an office gift prophet. And uh, one of the things that a prophet does is um, ignite the gifts of the Spirit. This, this guy, he knows more about um, how the gifts all work together than anybody I've ever met. That's just, I believe that's his gift to the body of Christ, is how do these all work together? What do, what do they do and how, how do all the pieces fit? Um, that's, that's part of the prophetic mandate, the, part of the prophetic job. And um, so a lot of what I'm, we're, we're, actually I believe we're going to try to put this all into a book format at some point, but I wanted to give him credit because we, we talk um, a lot about this and I, I, I hear what he has to say and take what the Bible's saying and kind of massage him and work them together. So I want to give him credit um, on all, all these things we're going to do with the gifts. So we're going to do um, the Ephesians 4.11. We're going to get into the Romans 12 gifts. Um, actually, Karis, could you throw that um, list up there again for me? There's a lot of different names for these. Um, th- these are just my terms. I'm, this isn't, there's not a right or wrong. Um, I'm calling it the ministry gifts, the motivational gifts, and the manifestation gifts. Okay? Just to be on the same page. Some people call it the gifts of Christ, the gifts of God, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, so I just th- chose three M's to um, try to make it easy to remember. Ministry, motivational, and manifestation. So we'll, we'll get into the motivational gifts um, and then the manifestations uh, on the far right-hand side. We are going to take a pause um, for Advent. So um, during the Advent season, we're going to um, put this on hold and uh, talk about, um, I don't know exactly what my Advent series is going to be yet, but we'll um, have uh, Advent and talk about Jesus and, and his birth and, and uh, leading up to Christmas. Uh, and then we'll jump back into the um, the gifts again. Um, I am I am so excited about this. I've been wanting to do this for the last year. I've been looking forward to it um, because I I believe that this is where we need to be to be equipped. Um, I want us to be. That's part of the vision I believe I have for the church is that we are a fully equipped, fully functioning body which means I don't have all the gifts, right? I just said that. 
and neither do any of you, so we're all in the same boat. But if we all work together, we can be a fully functioning, fully equipped body. Okay? So um, I'm asking everybody to do their part. Um, Again, I I mentioned this before, but I'm going to try, pray for me as I do this, because sometimes this is not my strong suit. Um, I want to try to find ways that we can, especially when we get into here and over into here, um, ways that we can practice. All right? So that when we're talking about prophecy, um, I'm going to say, okay, let's prophesy. Okay? Or if we're talking about service, you know, hopefully I can maybe get a, get a time that um, we can go over and, and serve over at the Covenant um, Food Kitchen. Okay? Or exhortation. Or, um, you know, the manifestation gifts. I'm, I'm going to have to stop um, or else I'll just keep on going. <laughs> but, you know, the manifestation gifts, I believe, are for everybody. Those are things that if, if the Holy Spirit, they're called manifestations because the Holy, when the Holy Spirit's around, this is what happens. And so a lot of these, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to teach on, on a word of wisdom, and I'm going to ask for volunteers. Okay, time to give words of wisdom. Let's go. It's time, it's time to pray for healing. It's time for, um, time for the prophetic. Okay? And we're just going to take that step of faith and say, okay, Holy Spirit, you better have that rock ready because I'm, I'm stepping out, and we're going to see what you do. And I believe absolutely that he is going to um, meet us there and we are going to have some fun, okay? And I'm looking forward to it very much. Um, And um, sorry, listening to him too. Uh, I'm going to close with this, but part of my job, um, again, stepping out in faith and speaking out what he's saying, one thing that he's put in me is to be able to put gifts into people. So as we go through this, I'm going to impart gifts. That's part of, that's, I'm going to impart gifts to others. Some of those, you know, God's already put in there. Some of those um, need to be called out and some need to be imparted. And so as we're going, going through, um, if you want a spiritual gift, start praying. And I'm not saying, don't, I'm not, what I'm not saying is, don't say, oh, I want this, and then come up to me and say, would you give this to me? No, it doesn't work like that. But pray for it, and if God confirms it with me, what's going to happen is he's going to call it out, and then it will be imparted to you. Okay? Now, he, he may say, no, not yet. <laughs> or he may say, no. Or he may say, no, I've got something different for you. But um, I, most, so much of the time, if, if there's a yearning in you that the Holy Spirit's putting in there, um, it's because he wants you to have that gift and he wants to impart that to you and he wants you to grow up into that. So uh, part of my gift, a part of my calling is to speak that over every person and to see them grow up into all the gifts that God has for them. All right, so get ready. Look at the gifts and say, oh, that, that, that's one that has always been on my heart. All right, and I believe that's the Holy Spirit more than likely saying, yep, okay, here you go. And we'll, um, we're going to have a lot of fun. And I'm really late, I'm sorry, but um, like I said, this is going to be really exciting. And uh, help me one more time. Number one is we will be 
we will be and we will we're going to do it together EMTs It does say we'll be like an oak firmly planted by the waters, right? All right. Let's, um, let's pray together. And um, thank you again, Lynn. Thank you very much. Really, really touched my heart. Lord, thank you so much for who you are. And Lord, I do, um, I do speak a blessing over each person here, those who are watching at home, those who um, are connected to us, uh, either you know by family or, or even further connections, Lord, I, I bless them now in the name of the Lord. And uh, Lord, I this is the blessing I'm speaking over each person that you will stir within them your giftings, Lord, the the ministry gifts, the the motivational gifts, the manifestations that you will stir within each person. That is, um, that's here. That's that's listening online. That is, uh, that will be here. Even Lord, those who will, who will come in in the next several months that aren't here um, today, Lord, that you'll begin to stir within each person the gifts and the callings that you have for us. That those gifts will be able to be exercised, and 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 uh, that they will be uh, grown and matured, and that they will be able to be used fully. For your kingdom. And Lord, I, I just speak a, a blessing of health and life and strength to each one. Lord, a, a special blessing that um, no sickness or disease will be able to come near us. This this building or any person that's connected with us and our families. Lord, that your, um, your provision for every good work will be there. Lord, the, the provision for health and life, the provision for, for finances, the provision for spiritual growth, the provision for, for human, um, we need human resources, Lord, that the, your provision will be more than abundant for every good work. And we cut off every principality and power. We cut off everything that um, would try to hinder the work of God in this place. And with each person. Lord, we, we step out in faith and we believe that you have heard. And that we will receive these things from, from you, from the throne. And we will, Lord, we, we thank you in advance and we will continue to thank you for it. Even before we see it, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.